Dreamers Welcome Podcast. We are back. I go by CEO Peso, blessed and highly favored. Live from Moves Media, back with another one. Very, very special, interesting guest. No need to say a lot because we're going to talk. Yellow Pain in the Let's building. Go. What's popping? We, we in the building. My G. Hey, my dog. Man, cooling. Yeah. You know the platform, man. You know the vibes. You know, we just in here. Paying dues, doing doing our flower respect, and you know shit. This <laughs> that a shot at the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, nigga, yo, you was nuts. Nah, no, not. But no, shouts out the shirt. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do a zoom in on my G though. Nah, <laughs> nah, my nigga, you, you fresh off some flight. I don't know, nigga, because ain't nobody okay. dressing like that in the city. Okay. Anyways, okay. now nah, what's going on with you though, G? Man, I'm living life, man. I feel good, bro. Nah, man, you, you looking like it, man. Healthy, health yeah. is wealth. You know, you been on, you had me on my shit for a little minute. I kind of dabbled off a little bit, but now I'm about to get back into it though. But nah, how you how you how you feeling about everything going on in your life right now? Man, I feel good. I can't complain at all. To be honest, I feel like I'm making some of the best music of my life that I ever made. I feel like I'm uh, just in the best physical shape. I feel like I'm in the best mental state. My relationship with God and got a lot stronger, so I just feel good. I'm ready to. Take Ready to keep it moving, yeah. So, um, let's talk about that, man, because um, a lot of people don't might not know the the road you took to, you know, you chose to get closer to God, and then you know that's transcending in your music. So let's talk about that transition, like, yeah, <clears throat> like for sure, like so. I always, you know, what I mean, my mom, she, you know, I've been like had a real tight relationship with God, and coming up, she always put it on, you know, put that, try to instill that into me. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, as a kid, you know, growing up, you know, hearing a lot about God and stuff, you you, you hear it, but then when life hits you, you kind of veer away from it. And I did just as, you know, many other people, like, I believe in God, but I'm, you know what I'm saying, I'm not really necessarily invested, invested yeah. into it or ever really opening a Bible or doing, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, I got a relationship, but, um, you know, when life hit me, um, I just got closer. You know, I started making, before, you know, before I had started making more money than I ever made in my life and and um and then just like a lot of things was just plaguing my mind and I was losing myself so I better say what yeah. what was the the um the hit you factor like what was it that was like damn I need to like really I think re- it was convert. the arrogance bro like <clears throat> to be honest you know sometimes you would just look at yourself like I think one day I was looking in the mirror and I had smiled and it just like I swear I felt like a demon was smiling back at me I'm like Yo, bro, I'm not, I'm not myself. Like, you know, I just had too much arrogance, too much. I was just, you know, like it just didn't feel real, feel good. I was, you know, I just didn't like who I was becoming. And um, and uh, you know, I went to God and uh, and I got that together. So you never felt like that before, like the, like that <clears throat> feeling of arrogance or it was suppressed though. Like I felt it, but it was suppressed. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't until I got to a certain platform and a certain like level of growth where I really realized like who, you know, sometimes it take, you know, and I don't necessarily care to talk too many details, but sometimes it take a few, you know, situations that make you really realize like, yo, this ain't me. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Reality check. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, nah, trust me. I, I know I had a few reality checks and, you know, God gave me my second win a few times. So. Yeah. You know, but yeah, nah, yeah, your uh, your transition definitely rubbed off on me though, and um, I want to ask you too, like, you, do you think you got more supporters from like, like going that route, like, far as with your music and everything? Because ain't like you had like no crazy uh, lyrics in your like in your music, but it's mm-hmm. definitely a change of like your yeah. content. Yeah, uh, 
I don't think I, don't, I think it's pretty much the same. You know what I'm saying? I think uh, you know, uh, like because when you talk about God, like it's one of those those topics that's so like uh, you know, you got like half people who even invest into it mentally, and then half Man. people. Then you got some people which I don't necessarily understand those people, but it's not my place to understand who just hate the whole idea of you know God. So they're just like anytime you say I thank God, they just under the post like, but he's not real though. Like you yeah, know what I mean? it's so, a delicate conversation. Yeah, so man. it's like uh, so I think uh, damn right, niggas be ice grilling you like that on the comments. Like yeah, man. It's, it's some people that, that hate the idea of God, you know, and I, I get, I can understand if you don't believe that's up to you, but to like, feel like you have, you obligated to make sure somebody else who believes is like aware that you think, or you know that he it's like, I don't know, even as a believer on the opposite end, like, I don't even like people, you know, who believe even as much as I do, mm-hmm. you know, who try to force people like, but you gotta understand, like, bro. Listen, bro. Just live your life. You feel me? Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, it's a lot of things been happening for you, and uh, we be having our conversations, like, cause you know, you still wear, you know, majority of the hats. Like, like when we shot the uh, the Manny video, a lot of stuff was a uh, scrambled. Yeah. So let's talk about just like how deep having that faith really is, because you you really sat back and it came through though. Like, you know, shouts out to Thomas because <laughs> that shit was crazy, you know, because yeah, um, even I left that morning and, you know, shit drove yeah. down here. I ain't know if you thought I wasn't going to make it, but I'm like, everything worked out, yeah, though. Exactly. And, you know, we could, we could, you know, the thing with God, bro, is like, this is just why I believe it's just because <clears throat> first off, God is just, it's, it's the, he's a, 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 a just a being that, that will can literally give you the ability to relax. You feel me? Like, um, and, um, and that's, that's what I do. I trust God so blindly, you know what I mean? Sometimes I have no context and you know, like we was about to shoot that video. What was it? Like an hour hour before. before And you like, all right, I I don't got this. I don't got this. No (laughs) cast members. I don't have nobody that's going to be in the video. Manny Fresh is down here. I really don't know what we're going to do, but I know God going to pull it together. And it's like that level of conviction. Like I know God is going to pull it together. You had me nervous, nigga. I'm like, I'm like, nigga, what? Like we got it together, but I know I'm supposed to be doing it. So it's gonna happen, and um, and sure enough, you know, God got me actors, guns, uh, for the scene. I mean, prop guns, but yeah, uh, <laughs> nah, yeah, I'm but, playing. yeah it was for security. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah. yeah. But um, you know, what I mean, he he pulled the whole thing together, and um, you know, uh, as soon as the video shoot was over, like after everybody left, I got in my car, I just put my hands up, like thank you, yeah, yeah, thank you, God, because I, I really felt like man. If it if it don't go right, this is this would be kind of embarrassing, you know what I mean? Like Manny you know, down there in management, yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, just so many things was going wrong from when we showed up to the warehouse and they said we can't lift the you know lift the, the garage, but you know made it ha- everything worked though. And shouts out to Manny up. Fresh because he he was definitely contributing ideas and yeah. that <laughs> felt dope though because I'm like damn Manny came through like, with the. Like, cool. I'm like clutch Yeah like yeah I can do that Like bring the ladder over Nah so If we can get into some details man um, The Manny Fresh project Like you shot some videos with him You've been working with him How that How that even come about Like Getting You and Manny Fresh Connecting to do the Do the new joint Nah, I, just, I, was, I was gonna say Like shit we nah, can skip man. over it Nah nah we ain't gotta skip over it But um You know 
you know, things happen. You know, I went from, you know, point A to point B. Once I got to a certain platform, I got access to, you know, new people, new yeah. management. And, um, you know, they got a lot of great relationships. And Manny Fresh is one of those relationships. And, um, yeah, so, you know, like, uh, I've been working on this project with, with Fresh since probably Jan, no, probably February 2021, probably mm-hmm. January, February. So it's been a long time coming. And even the project that we put out, it's still more songs that we got that still ain't even going to be on this project. So um, I'm excited, bro. So y'all just was loading up in the studio, cranking yeah, them out and just up. picked up. Yeah, picked exactly. up. And he produced the whole joint. Executive produced. So yeah. that means he produced... He produced most of them, and then the ones that he didn't produce, he made the decision, like, okay, this could go on the tape, this could go on the tape. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is a good combination of, of songs. Yeah. I mean? So um, explain that that memory of, uh, like, just going into the studio with, with Manny Fresh. And, and people who might not know Manny Fresh is, like, definitely legendary and a motor of the music we was listening to late 90s early 2000s cash money so that first because you was in the studio with him correct yeah explain that first memory of like how that felt like going in like damn i'm with manny fresh yeah it was it was to be honest it was crazy um so when i when i first landed well i don't necessarily gotta say but when i landed in the city that he uh you know work out of um i actually went to his crib and that's where I, you know i stayed in the city and um that was already like just magical because it's like yo i'm about to <laughs> i'm about to stay at manny fresh's house like that was amazing um but it was good hospitality so i think that um that kind of broke the ice early before we got into the studio because I was able to, you know, be around them and just build a rapport. Know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Chop it up. And we was talking old cash money and, you know, different stuff that like I would have never known. You know what I mean? Obviously stuff off record, but, you know, just it was a great, a great vibe. So once we got in the studio, in my mind, I thought like uh, that, you know, like you know Manny Fresh for like the and then what and, the, you mm-hmm. know, all, the, all those like. Go old, DJ. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. So you expect like, you know, him to maybe be a little out of touch or be like you know, in, into one genre, but, like, when I got there, you know, uh, to my surprise, like, you know, he got, like, guitarists, and he got pianists, and, you know, his production style was, like, he really like a conductor, you know? Very instrumental. So very instrumental. And yeah. He, you know, so well-rounded with music, you know what I'm saying, all around, so it was a, a crazy vibe, you know, like, uh, we... And all of this is not gonna be on this project, but, you know, we touched into, like, reggae and country and uh, you know a lot of different stuff so i really understand like yo that's a musical genius right there for real yeah so do you think like during like like you saying all the music that nobody hasn't even heard yet yeah. working with him did he it sounded like he pushed you like not it sounded like y'all y'all well, was said, well, out the said, box when i got there he was like he was like i don't want to do what you used to doing he was like, he said that's what he liked to do with artists, what he did with Wayne, what he did with a lot of artists. Is, you know, he don't want one uh, give them what they already can do or can get other places. He, want, he wants to push me into a different direction. Not necessarily a different direction, but test my limits to see, you know, what all I can do. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it worked. You know what I'm saying? We came up with some just some different music that I never did before, but like I realized, like dang, I'm kind of comfortable in this area. Dang, I'm comfortable in like all yeah. right, that was nice. So yeah, and, and, and some mo- some of the music that y'all was working on, you never even tapped into that type of exactly. vibe. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Dope. Yeah. Dope. Like I said, it's not all gonna be on this first tape, but they there. Okay. Sure. 
But definitely a second tape, executive produced by Manny, is probably going to be coming out whenever. Possibly. Yeah, yeah leave it up to God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Nah, yeah. so um, I was going to ask you, too. So you had dropped Yellow is New Black. You uh-huh. know, the build-up to that was, like, crazy. Like you said, with the Oprah interviews and, you know, us scrambling, running around, just making it, everything work with that, though. Yeah. Did you feel hella pressure thinking about a follow-up project? From Yellow is the New Black? Or, yeah. Um, to be honest, I didn't feel pressured about a project more so than just to continue dropping. But then um, I think that was a re- ooh, I you good. Like, yeah. that was around a time where I really like start strengthening my relationship with God and understanding, you know, like the true essence of patience. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's not patience in the sense of stagnation. It's patience in the sense of trusting that I don't have to be hasty and I don't have to run and just throw out a, a thousand videos and I could literally, you know, if I wanted to, you know, because of, you know, who my superpower is, which is God, I could wait five years. I could be a 75 year old and, and be the number one on the charts. You know what I mean? That's because mm. the type of time God is on is his timing. You know, you, he, you can't understand it, but I move when he say move. And, um, I just been, you know, working and, and being patient. And I think, uh, it's a lot of good things about to happen. Okay. So do you think it might be a rhetorical question, but do you think that like converting into like giving everything all uh, praise to the most high, yeah. has it made you more um I ain't gonna say relaxed, like you comfortable maneuvering, but like, you know, I, I've seen you like drill yourself to the ground of figuring something out. Yeah, less anxiety for sure. I think that was part of the reason why God wanted wanted me you know what i'm saying it's like are you stressing too much and it wasn't even i was stressing on little stuff like you know what i mean like if we had a video shoot it was just like everything i already be together and i'm still stressing because this gotta be this way this gotta be that way this gotta and it's okay to be meticulous you know what i mean but when it's to the point where you your heart is beating irregularly and you want to scream and you know at night after the video is done you still panicking it's like bro like, relax, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's, just, it's a learning process. I mean, it sounds like to me, man, like it, this has been your first time actually giving it giving it to somebody else's control. Hey, like, for real, though. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, mine is the management, yeah. but because you've been so hands-on with it and just me seeing on the outside in, like like I said, it transcends over to me because I'm like, damn, like, you know, I see, I see the level that you at, and it's like showing through everything, you know, like you said, the physicality, the music, and everything like that, and you know, shit, like that's why I just be wondering, like, damn, how how's the fan base going? Take the, yeah, the take this now. It ain't like a dramatic, like <laughs> yeah, you know, Kirk Franklin stump, but you know what I mean, yeah, <laughs> like, but yeah, you, yeah, you. But to be honest, though, bro, like, you know, like it's it's even self awareness too, like, like. My like my fan base. It's a difference between okay. It's a difference between like people who, who watch and who like oh, okay. I see what he got going on. I, I like what he got going on. Or I support or you know what I mean that's what's up. I, I clap it up for him. I don't necessarily listen to the music, but you know I support the grind. It's those people, and then it's the actual fan base. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's a difference. Now the actual fan base, they kind of because of the type of music that I got. Most people who are fans of me is because of something that I said or something that I did that made it registered them. Yeah. So really wherever I go, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like that level of like, okay, I still, unless I, unless I go 
the opposite direction. I think now the opposite direction, I might have lost people. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I think yeah. moving in this direction, I think anybody that's actually a fan or a supporter of me will support decisions to move in a in a more uh and it's really more so with my walk in life. It's really the music ain't shifting too much. More so than just your mind state. Yeah. Because I think one thing that I said a lot in my music was just like I, even when I was praying, you know what I'm saying? I was praying every day and I was, I was, you know, begging God like for years, you know what I'm saying? And he would make stuff work magically. Um, I won't say magically, but you know, he, he pulled it, it together. It, yeah, it, and, it worked and out. I, and when I got on the track, I still say like, you know, I stayed up this many hours. I was doing this and when y'all was doing that and I was taking credit for the stuff that God was literally making happen by the skin of his teeth at the last minute stuff where I thought nothing was going to work out then I get a call and it had nothing to do with the work that I put in mm-hmm. it's like and I would thank God but then I get on the track and then I'd be take like take the credit yeah I put that work yeah. in I did this I did that because to be honest if it was up to me the stuff that I did you know I probably done, done blew it like most of my career, I worked hard, but you know, it's a lot of times, you know, I blew money, you know, doing this or messing yeah. around or, you know, I blew opportunities, you know, took, took too long to get stuff. You know, but, but I feel, I feel like, I feel like when we acknowledge like our, our mishaps or like opportunities and like I said, the money and all that, yeah. I feel like that's when you do get your second win is when you actually acknowledge like, you know, damn, like I, I, I blew, like you said, I blew it. I, yeah. I did this and that or whatever. Are you going to take advantage of the opportunity itself? Exactly. So I be feeling like, you know, as long as we acknowledge, like, damn, like, okay, if this come back around to us again, then we, we know exactly what not to do mm-hmm. and, and how to handle it, how to apply it, though. Because I didn't, I didn't blew a lot of fucking opportunities. But, exactly. But so, um, man, so I just want to ask you, though, man, like, did you ever see any of this? Like, just just where you at with it like like because it, it, it's amazing to to even be a companion with you because i think it, it was people that was like unknowingly trying to make us like have beef or whatever yeah, and all of that shit yeah stuff. and i'm just like you know that and that i was always just trying to be pure with anything any relationship anything like that but just coming from from where you was and where you at now with it i know you got way more just like did you ever just see all of that to be honest, it was always like this. <clears throat> like I, to say I that I see it, I can't say I seen it more so than I could say I wanted it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I was doing everything that you supposed to do and even stuff that you're not supposed to do to try to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? But um, I had never really seen it before you feel me like because where i'm you we from the same place like so where we from you know what i mean it's really not no superstars you don't really see people pulling down unless they dope boys. yeah that, that really type of route yeah driving around in no uh you know no exotic car Bentley truck or jewelry or even like the celebrities we don't have no type of access unless they doing the you know like a stop through the city that's mm-hmm. a performance or something so like to like so to say i seen it I I wanted it bad, you know what I'm saying? Like I wanted it so bad, um, and I, I sacrificed a lot of time, relationships, um, everything for real um, to get to get to the point where it was tangible. But um, seeing it, I don't know. You know, I just believed that. Hope, well, not even believed, but I hoped 
I hope I blind I had blind hope, and um, you know, it, it ended up working out. Are you the type to have any regrets? Regrets? Um, I, I would say like a year ago, if you asked me that question, I say yeah, I had a lot of regrets. But um, you know, why why the why the why the opinion change up now? Like I said, God, um, because like a year ago, you know, the thing is, I used to beat myself up for every mistake. You know, I've been rapping since I was seven, and um, and to be honest, like I really been wanting this. Like you know, I used to go through so much, you know, uh, just stuff in school and outside of school, like with, you know, just being dirty, bummy, not having no, I mean, which is common for a lot of people, but I think it just got to me a different type of way to where I was just like, bro, I just, man, I just want to be successful, you know? And, um, so every time I made a mistake, every time I, I went out, I would go to the movies, like with my girl at the time. And, um, I like, halfway through the movie i'll be thinking like bro i want to go home why am i here i want to work on music like mm. this ain't what i want to do i want to be a successful or like you know what i mean i used to stress me out to the point where I, I just wouldn't do nothing but focus on what i'm trying to become and some of that stuff is good but um just imagine going to the movies and just regretting the whole the whole month you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like yeah it was like so many regrets every single time something didn't go right i just had constant regrets but then um you know like now um one it was so many learning lessons and then two like getting closer to god it really develops a patience inside of you like a like oh, okay like it, it this it ain't even really up to my what i do it's you know it's external and understanding that i think it's a crazy it's a God is a superpower. Like, if somebody want to know, like, bro, what's your secret? Like, what is, like, what, like, if you was to tell me something that I could do, obviously it's physical, tangible things because faith without works is dead and you have to, you have to be active. But at the same time, though, like, you could have all the activity in the world, you know, um, well, I would say me anyway, you yeah. know, I could have had all the activity in the world. But, you know, without God, it's just, it, I don't think it would have even remotely came this close. Yeah. Nah, that's deep, and sure. but because a lot of people just need to hear like a lot of that, a lot of your stories, and like the reasoning that you actually picked to go that route. Because I don't know, man. Like I, I think I was at a point like that too, to where it seemed kind of like scary to uh to I ain't gonna say convert, but just to give it all to God. Like yeah. like, like it, I don't know. So what, what's your opinion on that for people who might just look at it like I don't know, like they just afraid to kill the old them off because that's basically what you did like you did it your old self sometimes it really take god to just move you feel me like to move in your life like i remember <clears throat> it's a story um before everything started really popping off um i was putting out so much music and um nobody was listening obviously i was getting 200 plays on my youtube videos max you know what i mean and um and and I just wanted it so bad. I was working so hard, nobody was listening, I had no fan base. And um I just I literally broke down in um my living room and I was crying like God, I'm I'm trying so hard. You know what I mean? I think I was probably like nineteen, eighteen, nineteen, and I'm like, God, please, like, you know, I wanna like I want I want this so bad and I don't have no, you know what I mean, nothing going on, nobody listening and then um and then my um then uh and I, I I was literally in tears and then I um the next morning my um my uh 
big brother, I call him my big brother, but he had called me and uh, he was like, man, they asking me to get on the news for this thing. He's like, I don't, you know, I don't got time for it. Mm-hmm. He's like, you want to do it? And I'm like, yeah. So mind you, I'm knowing I'm about to be on the news. I'm at work at Walgreens the whole day. Like, yo, I was just crying. You know what I'm saying? And now by the end of the day, like the next morning after that, like the whole city was literally on Facebook talking about like Was this the what? Empire joint? Yeah. Okay, I remember Everybody that. Was talking yeah. Like, yo, this dude, uh, like da, da, da. I remember a girl was like, Why would they put him on the news? And you know, it was like literally a social topic around the city at that time. Now I remember. And it was I, like I remember. And that was just so crazy to me because it was like, yo, I got all these people. I'm a nobody. You know what I'm saying? And it's not it's not a, a like some people will be like, oh, well, that's a result of your work. It was nothing I did to earn that opportunity. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't ask. No, it was not. a. It was not like the, the opportunity was given to somebody else. The only reason why I was called was literally probably because God made that open that door for me. Mm-hmm. And that's like a lot of the things that happened for me. You know, like I can you know, obviously I don't even want to give too much up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you might look at me a little different. Like, dang, he ain't even earned that. He ain't even earned. Like, yeah, I didn't, bro. You gonna always have that shit, though. Yeah, exactly. But you maximize off of yeah. that, like, when, you, when it was exactly. presented to you. But, you know, a lot of stuff that I took credit for that wasn't me. Like, it was, it was God, even in times where I was, you know, blowing it. You know, where I was... I pray and I, you know, I, I oversleep or I would, you know, I used to have a bad drinking problem. I drink a lot and I, and an opportunity would just come in my intoxication just because of my submission to God. And it's like, yo, like, like for real, if you even look up to me, like, bro, like look, like look past me. Cause it's not me. Like, you know, I do a lot, you know what I mean? But it's because I know who my superpower is. Yeah. Speaking about, you know your your upbringing and you you saying that you was a nobody, but it sounds like at some point you started embracing that. Yeah. Like, why is that? At, at some point when I was uh, younger, I think uh, you know I, I don't know if it was a combination of, of, the, of the artists I would listen to. You know what I'm saying, um, or if it was just really like a rebellious energy you know what i'm saying like when you when you know you're talented at something you know what i'm saying and um and uh and you go to school and you get it's like i i it's like i felt like a superstar you know what i'm saying like imagine mm. just knowing you drake and and like people is like talking about you you know what i'm saying it's like yeah. yo bro like like you i used to get it's crazy cuz i used to get so stressed out going into the store like i would walk through the store and nobody would say nothing to me and i'd be like yo it was so cocky though but i'll be like yo if only these people knew who i was (laughs) like like i mean like this is this is before all of this though this is like i'm probably like 15 16 years old like if only these people knew who i was you know what i'm saying but i feel like that that goes hand in hand with like like knowing your worth or knowing like like you say like you can't deny a feeling of when like you know that you you destined for something. Like I started calling myself yeah. a CEO at seven, sixteen, seventeen yeah. years old. Yeah. And then I just knew it's I, I probably had them same vibes like, nigga, I'm a CEO with twenty dollars <laughs> in the bank. But nigga, yeah. but I spoke it into like nigga, I know who I am. So I think exactly. that shit I think it goes both ways of like like I don't I don't think nobody ever accomplished like what they was actually trying to become or do without a tad bit of cockiness. 
yeah. a tad bit of selfishness to where it just was like, sometimes you need to, if ain't nobody else going to tell you that shit, you got to tell yourself that shit. You feel me? Exactly. Like that, that's how I feel about it. You know, coming from our background, from the city, I feel like, I feel like we unknowingly always be having a chip on our shoulder though, because like you said, it ain't that many people that make it out or that actually obtain like the things that we want. And we don't sell dope. We don't do none of that shit or whatever though. So how would you not, yeah, hold on. how would you not influenced by, by that shit being around us so much? I was, um, I was influenced, but as far as moving in that direction, you know what I'm saying? Um, to actually like partake in certain things, you know what I'm saying? I haven't seen too many bad examples. You know what I'm saying? I got family members that, you know, did 10 year plus bids. You feel me? I got friends that's no longer here because of, you know, being ease and, and, you know, like a lot of the goofy and I, I mean, it's some certain things that I did, but obviously ain't too much to talk about. But, um, you know, it's just really come down to like I was so focused on music. It wasn't even no time, you know, what I'm saying to do nothing else. Like I was like, OK, with being broke because I knew like, you know, one day I'm going to be a successful rapper. So, yeah, that's like, the toughest fucking thing to be. OK, <laughs> being broke. Yeah. I, but, you know, I think it was the music for real, because I. To be honest, even in my music now, I got to stray away from it. Like, talking about, like, the days I was broke so much. It's just because the type of music that I listened to, so many people talked about being broke that it almost became like a... And to be honest, I think a lot of people live like this, but without the work ethic. Um, I'm going I'm going somewhere with this, but it's like, in hip-hop, or even in chasing music, it's something about the story behind how you got to a certain point mm -hmm. that's so glorified. So, you know, the days where I was like sleeping on the floor and the days where I like didn't have nowhere to go and, you know, like yeah. sleeping in a car, whatever I, I, you know, like it's something, it was like a, a underlying, like, it's kind of sick, but it's like an underlying pride in those in those rough moments. You know what I'm saying? Damn right, nigga. I, yeah. man, I love that shit. Like exactly. So it's like struggling was like that wasn't really the problem. You know what I'm saying? It was never really a problem to struggle. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was certain days where it, it get kind of sad, but even in those uh, those sad days where I just wanted to break down and cry, I would think about like like what I'm doing and from a, a outside in just knowing like dang this is the this is my testimony you know what I'm saying yeah. it, it was like some type of like uh like a badge of honor in that you yeah, know Yeah I when I was living in Orlando I did that um I recorded a video and I showed my bank account after I paid like my rent and my phone yeah, bill I remember and, that video and, and I just got back from Miami with my dude yeah. shouts out to LA and you know he he had opened up for Ross and them during the whole self-made tour and I remember, I remember when I picked up my camera and I just was like, bro, like, if I'm going to be struggling like this shit, I'm going to get rich off this shit. Like, mm -hmm. I, I just thought to myself, like, or God gave me the thought of like, like, all right, bro, pick your camera up and just start recording everything. Exactly. Like, just start exactly. embracing all of this that you're going through because now I tell people now to this day, like, bro, even though in the midst of it, it might not seem like it, but that's like the, that's the best part of like grinding exactly. is, in, is embracing that, see, that broke but shit. See, <laughs> but see, that's, that's, it's, it's tricky though. Cause like anybody, if y'all watching this, don't make drastic decisions to chase the dream because the struggle is so glorified. 
yeah. without the work ethic behind it. Yeah. Because a lot of people, they'll do something like, because it feel good. It feel good to chase a dream. So they'll be like, all right, I'm going a, I'm to a move to Atlanta. I'm going I'm to live homeless or I'm going to move to LA. But they, when they get there, they get depressed and they don't really got the work ethic every single day, every hour. From the decision like, that, they, the decision made. that yeah. they made. Like, don't make no crazy decisions to alter your life, to chase a dream. If behind that decision ain't like a whole bunch of work ethic and a whole bunch the of drive. Real, yeah, yeah. real drive behind it. If you ain't got that, because that was my story. Job, that was safe. That know? was my story in Atlanta. Like I went down there, shit, living out of a suitcase, and yeah. then you know I was bouncing around. It was it was a crazy situation, and I could have easily came back to the crib up here and everything. Yeah. But it was like a good six, seven weeks of like uncomfortability and yeah. like. Like just you know everybody defines homeless in their own way, but it was fucked yeah, up though. Like exactly. it was like stretching out fifty dollars for like two weeks. Yeah, that's why I drink gallons of water and everything. It's yeah. like you just stretch that shit out or whatever. Yeah. But like you said though, if you make these drastic decisions, and then you you not ready for the work ethic that's going to happen happen to be behind it. Exactly, you fucked. Exactly, you fucked. You just gonna be a has been. That was like I tried it. Yeah. But I, I couldn't I, I couldn't I couldn't cave in on that shit. People so ready to share their stories, you know what I mean? Like but the thing is it like I think once you cast that net, especially after like I would say seventeen is probably like the last age of sympathy. You feel me? Like mm -hmm. uh, from people being like, Now you so young and you you got up and you moved out here and you yeah. did this. Like after like you hit like eighteen, especially you hit twenty, twenty one, bro, you could stop like if you expecting for your sympathy, like the like somebody to look at your story and be like, Wow, he put all of this into it, like nah. Nah. That shit dead. Yeah. That shit yeah, that, dead. Either like, you gonna look gonna buy that. You have to you have to make something of it, bro. And when you yeah. realize that ain't nobody come ain't nobody gonna save you or ain't nobody gonna hear your story and be like, Oh man, I wanna I wanna buy into that, that's when you start to realize like, yo, I gotta put I gotta bust my ass. Like, are you gonna bust your ass or and, and, and that's why yeah. that's why it, people look at us like it, I, I didn't I think we both had that type of stigma of like like it came overnight or like like we didn't actually put the work in but if people really understood the work you got to put in and it niggas got a niggas that had a lot to lose doing this shit and still yeah. did it though so for motherfuckers who who do expect sympathy off a of certain shit and it's yeah. like nigga you have no fucking clue like stomach touching your ribs shit or just whatever yeah. the case is though the thing though is you would get sympathy when when your work show that you deserve sympathy. That that's just like, support. I mean, that, but but it's like it's like when you when pe when people talk about like the, the the broke decisions is not where the sympathy come in. It's the actual execution. So it's like all right. So if somebody if I see like right now like if I if I got a platform and I can help an artist right mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying I have reached back to certain artists and did features and videos with them etc. If I see an artist that say like. You know, I'm living out of my car. You know, I'm chasing this music. You know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, let me, like, let me see. Your, you see the effort. Yeah, but, but but that's, that's no, that's not effort. That's a decision. Oh, you know well, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. The okay. effort comes behind that. So I'm like, oh, okay, let me see your Instagram. I'm like, and they be like, oh, well, I got like two videos up right now. But uh, it's like, my nigga, so what are you homeless for? You know what I'm saying? What do you, what, why did you make that, that, that drastic decision? Now you got an artist that might not even be, I don't care what the backstory is, or how, the condition of your life. If you got 
You know what I'm saying? If if I go to your Instagram, just this this is just a place to 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 see where what you got going on. Yeah. And, and every every day or every other day, you upload a, a freestyle, and it's like you know what I'm saying. You know you putting that that type of time in, or you going around and you just started some new little thing where you asking people like, "Hey, I'm a rapper. Can I rap for you?" Just like yeah. that. Like, and I see that type of that. That's the stuff that you get sympathy for because the brokenness it makes sense. Like, oh, he wanted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the effort behind the, the decision. It's showing. Exactly. Yeah, you know, I mean... It, see it, some effort. That's where you get... That's, to me, that's where you get support and love and, and grace from people who got... Who's in position to help you. You know what nah. I'm saying? Not just decide, like, I'm going to just go. Like, nah, what you doing? And, and I learned that early on, too. Yeah. Like, I, I never wanted, like, respect or help off of sympathy. Like, yeah. I never wanted that, bro. Yeah, it's terrible, bro. I think, yeah. I don't remember exactly when, but I just, I just remember, like, I think I pulled that car one time on some early shit, and yeah. it just was like, nigga, that's whack as fuck. Like, yeah. nigga, take that shit to the chin. Like, whatever. Like, just own own that shit, though. So it smell like cat food in here. Am I tripping? I don't know. It smell like something, though. Like cat food. Unless they cooking something. <laughs> Yo. Nah, Did it throw you off that much? <laughs> nah, because it's, it's a very particular, like specific. Like cat it sounds like something burning. Like cat food is very specific. Like that's not something I'm just saying. Like cat food, like trying to be funny. Like that's a very specific smell. Do you want me to keep this in? <laughs> you want me to edit this joint out? <laughs> I don't care, bro. Oh nah, man, let's get it though. Nah, nah, but um, yeah, man. So the work ethic, the work ethic, and everything. It's it's all a melting pot in order to to get even like the slightest fifty to a hundred likes or whatever though, and mm-hmm. I, I like the way you just acknowledge it of like if you see somebody actively every day putting something up, whether it's trash or not, exactly. And, and we're not nobody to exactly. claim what trash yeah. shit is, but just when you see that at work at the gap, somebody putting in now now niggas have been promoting the same video all the time or whatever. It's like all right, bro, come with something new. Yeah. Other than that, though. But the thing is, like, that that's where, to me, where, where artists, like, impresses me. It's not even, it's not even the fact that you, that you putting something out. It's the fact that you, you, te- you guessing and checking. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I feel like that's a big, a big part of, like, how I got to the point where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I've been putting out music for years, and then you like, okay, if this ain't working, let me try this. If yeah. this ain't working, all right, let me alter this a little bit and try this. And then you eventually find a pathway that makes sense for you. You know what I'm saying? I see it happen for artists every day. You know what I mean? Like, even from the city, obviously, uh, uh, let me talk. I'm just, we in, this is a city podcast. Let's talk about yeah. it. So like, uh, I mean, we nationwide uh, too. But go ahead. Yeah, period. <laughs> nah. No, but I'm saying it's, it's based. Nah, yeah, it's based it's around the city though. Yeah, city. absolutely. Nah, but uh, shout out to uh, Lil Eric. Um, I want to give bro some love because I, I I follow him and um, I see that he found a niche. You know what I'm Demon? saying? Yeah, yeah. I just shot it on this video. I fuck yeah. with cuz yeah. though. Like that's my homie yeah. though. But it's like you, you you peep the niche though. It's like, yeah. But it's I feel like it's a similar story to me and to a lot of artists. That even when you look at like the baby when he first came out, people like switch it up for what? He found a lane. You know what I mean? And then obviously you do what you what works until you know like obviously the fan base is strengthening and big enough to where mm-hmm. you could do whatever you want to do but let's not do whatever i want to do right now when this is working you feel me like yeah. don't don't but, but don't even try to push me too but anyway not but say even just having that 
broad aspect to be willing to change it up because yeah. you know your some arrogance of people that might have to be like oh i'm the greatest rapper alive if like if they're not willing to change shit up then you are gonna be in this stagnant position of like nigga you you're not going nowhere but then you got motherfuckers that mimic what they think is how it is yeah. since we talking city based a lot of niggas rapping like detroit right now mm-hmm. and it's just like bro it's it's not always but, the move. But I, I think it's anything is the move to when you trying it. You feel me? Like I don't blame nobody for trying something because you might have a dating rapper that do one Detroit style song and then blow up off of it. So I'm not mad at you trying. But my thing is keep trying. If it ain't work, if you put it out and it didn't work, like what could I do better? What could I do different? Like I know a lot of artists. You know what I'm saying that um might be like some form of consistency, but they scared like you can't they say scared money don't make no money that's real bro scared moves scared music don't don't it nothing's like yeah you gotta be consistent but like if you've been doing this for a certain amount of years and that didn't work bro like if you really want it you're gonna try something different bro like absolutely you know what i mean just a little spice a little bit of creativity in there bro that's all you gotta do sometimes like let's try to add something let's try to put so you know put something extra into it you feel me like and then if you look stupid you know what i mean ain't nobody gonna fuck it yeah nobody gonna remember that next month when you drop the next hot thing or whatever you feel me like just try like yeah try um segue real quick let's go i want people to just know um, a day in the life of Yellow. How does your day start, and what what's your typical day? Um, wake up five thirty, go to the gym. A.M. Um, yeah, 5:30 yeah. <laughs> we got to specify it for the people though. <laughs> yeah, because you got a crazy regimen uh, how your day consists of. So I just want people to understand what goes into it. Yeah, I wake up five thirty. Um, before I okay, so I wake up. Um. I be having to do push-ups because I don't really sleep that many hours. So I do push-ups to fully wake up. Um, then I pray, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know what I mean? Thank God for waking me up, et cetera. Go to the gym. Um, and then I come back. I write the schedule for the day, hour by hour, for everything I'm going to be doing. Um, That's one thing I got from you, too. Yeah, on, on the schedule. Yeah, yep. Yeah, you got to. Um, and it's something new I started, too, is uh, writing out disciplinary actions. Uh, yeah we talked like, about that yeah so like it's just like something as simple as like you don't want to scroll on instagram you feel me if you feel like you're putting too much time into it write down what's going to happen if you don't i mean if you do do it you know what i mean and you'll be able to hold yourself accountable like all right so if i scroll today if i get on instagram and i scroll i can't eat for 24 hours like you know what i mean that's some guy had put on me like like constant you know give yourself consequences so you know, that's part of my day is just, you know, writing out the, just the things I do and don't want to do for the day, um, things that I'm going to do. Um, and then, you know, every day is kind of different. You know, what I mean, it's a lot of things, you know, I'm working on books, I'm working on, you know, music videos, yeah. et cetera. So um, but that's just really how I start. And they usually end around, you know, 12, one and then just restart back to it. Yeah, because yeah, I seen you playing it down to a T. So would you say that? Once you started applying that to your life, it just it made things a little bit more smoother, simpler as far as like, you know, just with everything that you got going on, you got to balance it out. Yeah, I think. um, Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, really it'd be like sometimes, like you know, like we listen to podcasts, we listen to successful people talk, et cetera. Mm -hmm. 
And then after you hear so many people that got what you want say the same thing, you got yeah, to be literally. Like, why you know why do I keep thinking like I don't have to do that step? Like you yeah, know, like, I, I'm just I'm gonna just wing it. Like if I'm talk if I talk to ten successful people and they all like yeah I write my schedule yeah I wake up at this time yeah I do and they saying the same thing. You think you just gonna be the exception? Like no, that's the blueprint, my G. Like yeah, not that. It. That's yeah. how I was. Like I I, I exactly. used to I used to get a whole, like a lot of books. That I was reading, and then damn near start getting to the point of like the books is like they all saying the same thing in a different form. So it's just like you said, like why I think I'm the exception. It's like exactly. it's only so many times you got to hear it or read it or whatever to actually understand. Like okay, it's been a that's been the blueprint, fucking since the first millionaire. Like and you know the scary thing about life now, obviously, uh, it's never too late. You know what I mean? For for no, no dream. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the NBA, possibly. You feel me? But then you could even be the first person to make the league at 60. It's just it haven't been done yet. So, you feel yeah. me? But, um, but the scary thing about life, though, is that, like, you would keep giving yourself these liberties. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, you know, I'll be all right. Or, you know, I'll get it right. And then, like, you, like, time don't slow down like it don't stop and you know when you look at our parents and our grandparents and they all had dreams and they all had you know visions of what they wanted to be when they got older or what they wanted to do you know like you think they wasn't as 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 pressed as we was to make it happen like absolutely they, they, they was they just didn't never get the formula right you know what i'm saying they yeah. ended up slipping they ended up putting too much focus in this area and not that area so it's like you know when they say like you got ten percenters or whatever it is, like that's what cause like everybody's not going to do what it takes. You feel me? And it's like it's very a very it's ninety percent chance that you're not going to do what it takes. You feel me? And when you look at that, it's like okay, I was literally born without the probability that I'm gonna be successful. Like it's mo I'm most likely not going to be successful. successful yeah. When you look at it like that, it's like okay. What do I gotta do? Go against the narrative. What do yeah. I gotta do, bro? Like, Meek Mill said it too. Like that. That's why I'm such an advocate of like you know, chasing dreams and whatever. Yeah. Which at my age now, like I never want that to sound like cliche or just like, like overly talked about because, yeah. like Meek Mill said, it, he was like, man, some millionaires and billionaires don't hit a billion until they're like fifty or sixty. Yeah. So it's just like. Why why do we get this feeling of like damn we we had a good run at like 34 or 35 or even 30 though it's just like yeah. nigga fuck that shit like yeah. nigga I, I I still got how many times to live on this earth a, a whole year like nigga I'm going to take advantage of that shit bro especially the type of world we live in bro like you know you start to dabble into something different and, and figure out your a different niche like you could literally you know right now nothing work out and, and, and that's why you got to be open too because we could be doing this right now like i'm putting out music and, and i'm i've seen like a significant amount of success from it you know what i mean that's what i live from but but i still haven't reached nowhere near the level that i want to reach you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying and you you know you do the videos you got your podcast you got a lot of different photography, things doing, photography. Exactly. Uh, yeah you know you know so imagine we doing these things and we putting our all into it and then um and then maybe, you know, maybe like in like four years, uh, like somebody, somebody, uh, I don't know, they give you a used car because you helped them 
with something at the grocery store or something like man you can have this card and the resale value or something crazy mm -hmm. and then you sell it and then you realize like dang these old cars you know you could buy them flip them yeah you're like dang and now you know like in, in four years from now you know you still got what you had going on but now you literally done made a, a million dollars in a year off of flipping used cars yeah. and it'd be like and it'd be like that type of way those type of journeys of life you know what i mean like to feel defeated you 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 shortchanging yourself because time don't stop ticking. Like if as long as you constantly seeking what you can do to become better, if you start self sabotaging and being like, "All right, it's over. I blew it, and this is what I wanted to do by this age, and this is what I wanted to like, bro." You got, I like, I had that vibe at when motherfuckers the stigma of when you turn thirty, that was so deep. Like, oh man, you ain't this by thirty. But then in the same sense of what you're saying, like. Uh, I used to get ridiculed a lot because, like, motherfuckers be like, "Man, you doing too much." You know, I was engineering, I was hosting yeah. mixtapes, I was fucking hosting parties at the time, and yeah. you know, just converted the music videos. And it takes seven streams of revenue to become a millionaire. Once I heard that, it just was like, "How can I not take advantage of like multiple opportunities, especially Man. with the work ethic that I know I got, nigga? If you, if I gotta go against." The top gamer, you give me a PS5 and I got to beat the nigga. And I don't know shit about gaming. I'm going to bust my ass and learn how to, like, Figure play out. Madden or 2K. Yeah, because yeah. that's just me. If I get into something, bro, it's like my conscience won't let me half-ass it. Exactly. It just won't. Like, I, I, that's what I'm saying. So it's just like, like you said, flipping cars or whatever the case is. Nobody got to know all your fucking moves, but goddamn it. I tell you, bro, like, I kid you not. I met this, this dude um, in Atlanta. He got like this major studio. Um, like a lot of celebrities come through it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he got a whole lot of money. You know, nice stuff going on. And um, I was telling him, um, you know, like I was just asking, like, do you know a landscaping company? And he was like, I come cut your grass. And it's like what? And this man came and cut my grass. He charged me like. You know, mind you, my yard is like... Your backyard is ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I'm like, man, this motherfucker got it. <laughs> so, Shit. he told me $50, and I think I, I, I paid him a little bit more than that because it was like, man, I, I I feel bad for letting you cut my grass for $50. You know what I mean? With knowing what you got going on. Yeah. But it just go to show, like, he was like, like, yeah, I'm going to go make that 50 you Yeah, I mean, and bro... Come on, nigga, bro. I'll buy it off more than what I shoot and yeah. save the leftovers, my nigga. Like, exactly. I'll be on that shit. Like, but seeing, actually, I won't even call it humility. I call it awareness that, you know, things happen. COVID-19 happened. People lost money, lost opportunities. Like, I'm going to get it all different type of ways. There's so many people that I talk to now that I'm in, like, a different uh space in my life and um just really realizing that a lot of people like that we look up to like even millionaires etc it don't be from like the thing that we know them for you know what i'm saying it'd be like that's a portion of it but then they got this and then they got this and that's seven streams of income like it's real and it's not all based off of their name and their brand like some yeah. of that stuff is just literally like 
you know, like I mentioned the flip cars thing because I know somebody who got Grammys and, and, and flip cars, you know what I'm saying? Do that That's shit, a yeah. real thing, you know what I mean? So it just go to show, like, you can't be narrow-minded when it comes to revenue, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, the objective of getting money is to, you know, feed your family, create generational wealth. It's not to flex. So it's like, exactly. if I'm a, I mean, obviously you can do that once that, that bag is right. But it's but like if, if to you got obtain that type, a bag. If you got that type of goal and that type of you know, it's like you're gonna do whatever you can to make sure you're securing it for, you know, generations to come. Man, somebody told me that somebody told me this like when I first first started um when I was engineering at the time. And then they he was just like and he was an old head. He just was like, Man, you're gonna start out doing something that you think you wanna do in this music. Yeah. And then he was like, you eventually going to end up doing something else totally yeah. fucking different. And that's literally what it is. And I think because he told me that it opened me up to do different shit. Because I was even producing at the time. And I was just like, nigga, I'm going to try yeah. whatever. Yeah. Same, same, because I don't, I don't do rap or nothing. I ain't an artist. But the same way how you was like, you got to like find a lane and try different things of like how you, what you want to rap about or your style. It's the same with me. Yeah. And then once I found out what I'm good at, it was just like shit, just full throttle with that shit. Yeah. But um, yeah. I don't know, man. We covered a lot of ground. Yeah. Um, I don't want to give them too much because, like I said, I want to have you recurring on here. This is what the conversations we be having. Yeah. So sure. let uh, let people know what you got going on and what's coming up, and you know what the future hold for you. Going on is yellow, yellow pain. <laughs> you, would, you would do a fucking drop. <laughs> this motherfucker. Oh, yeah, nah, nah, this my guy though, bro. Oh, yeah, if y'all don't know, man, I half of these questions I ask this nigga, I already knew the answer to because it's my guy. But, you know, just for the great content, we just want to put it out for y'all to just, you know, we don't know who we're going to motivate, but it's going to be somebody though. But nah, what you got coming up though? Um, So, you know, the EP uh, executive produced by Manny Fresh is called Images. That's coming out very soon. You know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all on the lookout for that. Okay. Oh, nah. All right, keep it going. All right, uh, running back. What you got coming? What you got coming up? So the EP Images is coming out very soon. Executive produced by the legendary DJ Manny Fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, that's on the way. Um, and you know, I got a lot of other stuff coming too. I got books, etc. We ain't gonna get too much into detail, but man, just stay tuned because uh, it's, it's going down. We got another pod coming though, but nah, I do oh, appreciate yeah. you on the platform. We've been meaning to do this. We got way more coming. Um, yeah, make sure y'all stay tuned in. A lot more interviews coming up, and I hope y'all enjoy this. And uh, we out. Keep dreaming. Dreamers, welcome podcast.